0: pocket watch podcast um zach Cruz. absolutely no one really. crickets yep you got duo dolo today guys
1: duo dolo we got something cool for you guys today though thanks for tuning in for another week uh whatever platform you're on like follow comment share subscribe do everything let somebody know if, if you think they like the content we're putting out um yeah man thanks for listening for another week we got some we got a nice little episode for you today um uh what else? What else was I gonna say? I was gonna say something.
0: About clips or what?
1: You said what? Clips? No, no, that's 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 behind the scenes. That that we won't ha- we won't we'll only tell people that request information on
0: rearrange that. or no? Uh
1: no, nothing. Just uh we got some <laughs> we got some cool guests coming through too. Uh just stay tuned. Uh, let us know if there's something you guys want to see or something you want to hear. Uh, I think like at this point, man, we got a nice base, and uh, we want to cater to y'all, man. Yes uh, sir, we want to yes keep sir. we want to keep this base that we got. We talked about it on the last episode with the web slap guy, uh, Brant. And I like what we're doing. We're slow building it, consistency, because uh, we check. You know, some people do things different ways we're doing it our way and i and so far i, li- I like the results man thank you guys man. for tuning in bro, Facts. bro week, after week. Yeah. Yeah. So. week after week yeah yeah week after week is a little different yeah. uh dedication Mm-hmm. so let's get to the topic man let's get through this i like it uh grief grieving um diff you know in general just the di- you know the different ways people go when you go through something traumatizing or, or whatever Ma- mainly we'll probably focus on like when you you know when people have a loss yeah. right like a loss when somebody passes away and stuff um it's interesting it's interesting the, the ways the way that different people grieve and i know you know for those of you listening that have lost somebody or whatever 100% uh it's weird cuz you like Maybe when a person's alive or something like that, you think about, oh, what if they got into a car accident? You might freaking cry in your bed or something like that just thinking about it. You know what I mean? And then, like, when it actually happens, you realize, like, it's not it's not the same. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I want to get to it because this, this was inspired by Zach, which is, is a great topic. But I kind of want to get my shit off in relation to that because a while back, my cousin passed away, right? Mm-hmm. In a car accident. He was 22. And it was super sad. It was the saddest thing ever. And in, in relation to grieving, I, I thought it was interesting because uh, I noticed, like, I was crying more than, like, my aunt, who's the mom, mm-hmm. the mother of the son that passed away, right? And, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. Like, I think that's the worst thing ever to to lose in your family, right? Like, or, like, an immediate person to yeah. pass away is your Child. That shit's deep. That shit hits different. It's so different, man. Yeah. But like it's just funny. Like I I was no I was sitting back and noticing like the different ways it, you know, when you kind of brought this topic up, I was just thinking of the different ways everybody was grieving because the whole family went up to support him and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, me and my cousins and stuff that were close with him, you know, I mean it was just sad, right? Like we were just crying, whatever the case is. But then uh, you know, my aunt she's like really strong personality,
0: but the thing is though is also you don't know what happens behind closed doors no because yes. because no. sometimes sometimes people try to hold it together around family members, yes, and then behind the doors they're just yes. they're breaking and falling apart worse than anybody else,
1: yes, like like no she i I don't say this like she she was broken down,
0: oh absolutely I mean, and it's a child when we
1: left, you know like that's when it really sets into, yeah. and everybody kind of leaves and stuff like that, but i do i think like uh. Uh, that's part of the grieving process. Like, I could mm-hmm. tell, like, people like to stay busy in times like that and stuff yeah. when it's like really weighing on them and stuff. And I could tell, like, she's just a super strong woman. And she was always, like, my mom used to talk about, like, when they were little girls, she was the tomboy girl. Yeah. And she was the one that you should just beat girls up all the time and shit like that. Like, it's funny hearing about that, like, seeing her as, like, a grown ass adult and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she was just, like, I just noticed, like, she was. You could tell she was very distraught, but she was still like her and put together and like just she had to do something. She was just like, all right, well, you guys need this. What are we doing? You know, this and this and that. Um, and that's part, you know, that's it's it's in uh, the same thought, like you just said, doesn't mean she's not going through it. Maybe the worst, you yeah. know, and I'm on, I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm just talking about her and her husband. Right. The parents. Uh, you could tell my uncle was he was distraught and didn't give a fuck. Who was around Like you could tell I mean he was just Letting it go Exactly like How you would expect Somebody that lost their child Right And then the grieving process For my aunt Where they equally Feel the The loss But like Her process was a little different Where she was like I gotta stay busy I gotta stay busy I gotta do this I gotta do that And maybe part of it too Which is weird When you're going through The grieving process Especially like when you're With a partner And you guys both lost something Is like maybe she was Trying to be strong For him a Mm -hmm. little bit Like Yeah if I if, true. if I let go it's and none. he lets go, this is gone. Yeah, no, nobody's holding it together. Yeah. yeah so that's true. It's 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 little things, uh, and it's it's just interesting the grieving process. Cause the other part about it is uh I bet you if you asked her about it before it happens, like she couldn't have you know, you you don't know how you're gonna grieve until it happens. Until it actually happens, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you, you like if if they say, Well, I'm gonna take this person from you in in the moment like you're gonna cry you're gonna yeah. like it's the worst thing and i'm sure like when you find out that's the moment but um at the same time you can't it's not like there's people that don't cry when people die right yeah. and stuff like that and it's like doesn't mean it doesn't affect them it's just some people just grieve differently you know what yeah. i mean and like you gotta wait till you're alone or whatever the case is but yeah you know like different different ways of grieving and 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 the process and whatnot same with me like uh Justin lost a cousin, too, uh, like, a couple years ago, and he kind of asked me about it. Just like, yo, what did, you you know, like, this is fucked up. Same thing, young, car accident, whatever. And I'm like, bro, you just got to, As like, my grieving process with him was, like, uh, I got little mementos that I know that was him, you know, and stuff like that. And I keep that shit at work. Like, it's at my desk. Like, I'll find myself, uh, you know, here and there throughout the week, like, uh, checking, looking at the, you know, it's like a little koozie, and yeah. I put it on the cup that holds my pens, and it's his, his koozie, like it was uh, the Carter Ray Foundation and stuff that they made after he passed away. But that's like, pretty dope. That was like that's something you gotta have something, you know, and then it's like that you use that to kind of push you and strive, and it, that does help you grieve, you know, like if you're when you're busting ass and then you think you got a bad day or a hard day or you think. Oh, this sucks and stuff like that. And then you see stuff, you know, you, you see those little mementos or something. You're just like,
0: "Damn, I gotta wake up. I gotta wake up today.
1: I get to wake up today, yeah, bro. Like, exactly. I get I get to live this, you know, life or whatever. Like, uh, for him specifically, the way I see it, like he, it was the week before graduation that he <sighs> passed away. So he hit his girl, who was gonna be his wife, who we still hang out with all the time when we go up to Iowa. She forced him to go to school right because his family's well off he didn't mm-hmm. and they had a business you don't have to go to school yeah exactly you know and he was always kind of battling it like you know motivated you know trying to stay motivated for it and stuff and she just kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him and then he he finished um and it's just for her i can't even imagine like you know like i put him i made him keep going you know yeah. and what who's to say these chains of you can't think that way you no, know what i mean but like not. who's to say these chains of events didn't lead to him being yeah. in iowa city and not in dubuque yeah and no, that's no, why I mean, he had to make that long drive it's fucked up something I've, something
0: I've learned is no matter what you do you cannot i mean i'm religious you don't have to agree if you don't agree but for me no matter what you do you can't escape god's plan no. you know what i mean and um you can't escape god's timing no matter if it's your time it's your time no matter what um so like that's I'm a firm believer in that you know yep. what
1: I mean? one way or another that was the plan exactly, exactly. that was what's gonna happen but uh, yeah I mean that's just a good you know uh, example that's the story of mine about going through that um, I wanted to get that off because I know you got kind of a different experience <laughs> yeah
0: you know what I mean but before we get to like the main one I actually wanted to talk about because you you talking about that kind of kind of remember like made me rethink about when my grandpa my grandpa passed different. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, whenever that happened, it was crazy though, because like during that process, I cried about his passing, but in the hospital the night that he did pass, I didn't cry Mm -hmm. while everybody around me was just breaking down in tears. But for me, it was because I was in the hospital for him for days leading up to his passing and he was suffering, man. That man was suffering in that hospital and me just seeing him suffer. Like from the moment that I got over there to Oklahoma, I didn't leave his side. I was there the whole entire time. And I literally slept at the hospital. I didn't brush my teeth or nothing. I I was horrible. But, um, basically like I saw him suffering for all those days and what he went through all those days in the hospital. So when his time came, I was like, this man's at peace, bro. Like this man's not fighting. This man's not hurting. This man's not struggling right now. I was like, that man actually made it somewhere comfortable. You know what I mean? And so I found closure in that. And that was, that was comforting to me knowing that, He's not suffering no more. But everybody else in that room, man, everybody was breaking down like crazy. I remember sitting around and staring. And I'm like, he's onto to a better place. though. Yeah. Like, like, why is everybody sad for? Yeah. But I have cried since then. Like, there are moments that, like, I'll be driving. A song will come up or a memory will come through. And I'm like, tear, tear, you know? Yep. Um, But on the contrary to that, when, uh, I don't know, you know, you know, you know, John Zay, right? Right. When John and Zay passed, that shit broke me. I cried a lot. Yeah. And I think one of the things that teared me up with that was the fact that they were so young. They died in their early 20s. You know what I mean?
1: Different. Yeah, yeah. So
0: it's like they had so much life to live. My grandpa, he already lived a long life. He did a lot of things he wanted to do, you know, and he was suffering. These people were so young. They had so much life to live ahead of them. It's such a big loss. Exactly. Yeah. So, so to me, that hit me differently, and that was definitely like when I found out. And shit, the night that we found out, you were with us. Yeah. That night, and uh, that that shit hit different. That I cried over that a bunch. That shit did bother me, and it actually, kind of did hit home a little bit to me to make me realize that like death can be at your front door any moment. Yep. You know what I mean? That's like a rude awakening because you see you see older family members dying, you see family fa- family like family dying, uncles, aunts, stuff like that, whatever around you dying. But when you see kids you grew up with dying, mm-hmm. it hits different, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, that definitely knocks at your front door a little bit different.
1: And it hits different, too, because like I feel like we've had friends we grew up with that went to like
0: prison and shit. But yeah. like,
1: I guess mentally you could justify it. Like, you know what? They were living a life, and they got yeah. caught. They knew their risk. And, 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 and the sad thing
0: about that is that they never found their way out. No. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and that's the sad side on that. Is like,
1: but death is so final, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with like who the person is. Right or nothing. man. Just-
0: Eric, Eric Gold, man it's, it's crazy because I've learned that like some some mm-hmm. of the nicest people that we grew up with.
1: Rest in peace, Eric. Yeah. Big fact,
0: bubble chop. But I've learned that some of the nicest people that I mm-hmm. knew growing up with for that passed away at an early age. And it makes you really wonder, like Cause you know they have that like, saying it's um God always what what is it? Uh takes God always takes the strongest soldiers first or something like that. What what is it? How was the saying go? That sounds good. I forgot what it is. It's uh, oh man, what is it? It's like God takes. I forgot what it is. I I can't believe I forgot it. But it's like an expression, basically saying like the good die young. Essentially, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And man, it's true because you see, you meet a lot of people that are great souls, and some some of like the greatest souls I feel like I've met, um, have passed. You know what I mean? Like in Mm -hmm. the prime example of that, Eric. Um, Eric Eric Gold was probably one of the most nicest and friendliest people in the world. And that's crazy because you see him, he's this big burly dude, you know? Mm-hmm. And you see him and like you're like, oh, this that that's that's a that's a that's a fearful person. That like, you could be imitated by looking at him. But that's the biggest teddy bear in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it it just it just really makes you think that sometimes like sometimes the good do die young and like sometimes the best go. But I always feel like it hits me differently whenever it's somebody that I feel like has a long life ahead of them because Eric Eric broke me too. I cried over that. Yeah. But what we were going to talk about today, what actually initiated this topic, was that um, I found out earlier in this week that my biological dad passed away. If you guys did not listen to the traumas episode, go listen to that because you might be able to get a little bit of insight of where where my, my, my stance is on this and everything. So, and what initiated this conversation was just because of the fact that, like, my 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 biological dad was not was not the best person. He was not a good person, um, and throughout his life, he he did he left a lot of negative, a lot of negative things on this world, a lot of traumas on this world with a lot of people. And um, the guy, the guy lied a lot. The guy was really manipulative. The guy was abusive, verbally. Mentally, physically, in many ways, you know, and um, and mean, like I said, it just goes to the traumas episode. You guys can go uh, go hear all of that and everything. And um, when it really initiated, is like his passing. And I see a lot of my a lot of my siblings and other family members. And, you know, like a lot of them are the ones that some of them live through the worst of 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 him, like the negative side of him. You know what I mean? And I see them talking about like how amazing of a person he is and all these different things. And it really makes you wonder, like, like, why why do we always celebrate like like the positivity and like in people whenever they pass? You know what I mean? Like, is, is, is it the question is, is it OK for somebody to pass and be like that person was not a great person? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's. It's one of those things, too, where
1: it's like, is it OK to when a person passes to think that way and feel that way versus like publicly do that? Right. Yeah. And then and there's a fine line with that, too. I think like I don't know if anybody gets to if anybody deserves to be publicly shitted on after they pass away. Yeah. But. Depending. Right. Like because we, we talk about it all the time, like we we with the John episode a while back when we were doing the security camera footage and shit over there or whatever, like we talked about like, uh, how do you want to leave this world? Or like, what's, what's, you know, what's the thing you want to do before you, you pass away. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? Right. And, and a lot of people, you know, uh, uh, me too. Like that's an overarching thing with my goals and shit like that is, uh, you know, what kind of, what, how do you want to leave the world? Like, like, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Like, like, how do you want to be remembered when you die and stuff like that? Because at the end of the day, like, life is finite, you know? Like, yeah. when we're in it, it's long. Like, like, when you're at work and you're looking at the clock ticking, that takes a long time, you know? But at the end of the day, it's, it's just a couple hours, yeah. you know? It's just a day. It's a week. It's a month. It's a year. Um, and it's a life. And it's very finite. Like, we read history books and you realize how quickly... You know, you read a story about somebody's life very quickly, you know, and to them that was a lifetime, obviously. Yeah, exactly. You know, but that's, that's all they knew. But in the grand scheme of things, it's a it's a quick process and it's kind of like morbid type of you know, conversation, but it's true, bro. But yeah. uh but just like you we fight to leave a great legacy when we pass, you can leave a shitty legacy.
0: You can. You yeah, could leave a
1: shitty trail. You could you could have been, you know, uh it's it's very true, man. And uh, that speaking of grieving, that will directly affect how you grieve. You know, yeah. But what I noticed is, regardless if they left a shitty legacy or not, depending on how close that person is to you, you might still yearn for a certain closure. Yeah, right. Especially with dads. like that's the that's the 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 movie. You know, movie. Uh, Plot for like so many things is My dad was a piece of shit He died And fucked with the Fucked with the kid No matter what Because he never got closure Whether he wanted to say fuck you Or wanted to say this or that Or no, You know Try to you know Help or see him through to the end Or whatever There's some Closure is still necessary And that's a big part of grief Yeah absolutely Um, But Does it help with closure If it's a shitty legacy You know or what Yeah definitely
0: No. And like to kind of like kind of stem off of what we were talking about a little bit before, um, like I kind of I I was able to kind of get my my end all kind of closure in this uh, because a few days before he passed. So he uh, he remarried for the fourth time um, and his his current wife or his current widow, whatever you want to call it. I don't know the correct terminology, but his current wife at the time of his passing, she had two kids. Um, uh, with somebody else, like somebody else before, before they got married. And this and is how much, like you were, how old when you were dealing with him? Oh man. It started when I was probably like seven or so. So
1: like, let's just say 15,
0: 20 years. You know
1: what I mean? Like, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's been 20 a long years time. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's been 19. But, um, but then just for reference for people who didn't hear the trauma, I cut him off in February of 2011. Mm-hmm. Is when the last time I spoke to him, because that's when I went to the hospital mm-hmm. when I was burned, and that's when I that's when I cut him off, and I haven't spoke to him since. The last time I wrote him, I said "fuck you," mm. and so that was the last thing I ever said to him. But um, I kind of got my closure through it all because before I get to that, it's crazy because I always felt like whenever he died, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. I always felt like the day that he died, I'd be like "fuck yeah, that fucker fucking died." Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, I didn't, I didn't have happiness. But I didn't feel sadness either. Right. I was really neutral about it. When I heard it, I was shocked. I was like, "Oh shit, no he way. died." Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa."
2: Yeah.
0: I was like, "What? He really died?" And in my, uh 'cause my sister told me, my younger sister. She was like, "Yeah, he passed away," and everything like that. And I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" Cause like, you know, you just take It's like shock. You heard somebody's dead. You know, it's like kind of. I f- I think it's a reaction to be shocked.
1: Yeah, when Hitler died, everybody was shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's like.
0: But I-, I don't think a lot of people believed it. They're yeah, like, "No, I've- he didn't."
1: <laughs> anyways,
0: but yeah, so. Uh, so I was like, I was initially shocked. And then that day I definitely thought about it. I definitely thought about it a lot that day. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, man, because whenever I thought he would, whenever I thought he'd die, like I right hear of his death, I'd be like, that's that fucker got what he, that got what he deserved, you know? But I didn't feel happiness, but I also didn't really feel sadness. You know, I didn't really feel like any, t- I, I did actually feel a little bit of sadness. I felt sadness for, for his new wife and for them. Yeah. Because, um, and I'll get into that a little bit later on. But like, even though he has been like he he did he has done what he has done with them, um, they still really love him, and I felt empathy for them because it's just the fact that it's like I know that's got to be really really hard yeah. on them, you know what I mean? And um, so I I definitely sent my regards to them, so I definitely felt empathy for that. Um, and I think that's like, only when my sadness ended, I didn't think I felt sadness for his passing. Um, but well, I forgot where I was gonna go with this, but but yeah, so um. Oh my closure. So basically, I end up I, the way I was able to get my closure through this was because a few days before he actually passed, his uh, from his new marriage, the oldest daughter reached out to me and. Um, what are you guys doing? Oh, I saw bro. What?
1: Let's go. No, you didn't text. What you
0: this mean? man, Jacob, just pulled up. Jacob
1: just Back pulled up. One? Yo, we were just getting deep too, bro. This yeah, bro. bro. This one's quick too. Just are get, are get you in the shock? Run. Yeah he's in I
0: see him You're in the shot Yeah Okay cool All right. cool But um So basically I was able to get my closure through it all Because um What happened Was that a few days before A few days before he had passed Um his The From his new marriage The oldest daughter reached out to me And she was talking to me And she was telling me Like a lot of things that he was saying Wasn't adding up And stuff like that So she kind of wanted to like reach out to me And like hear a lot of the story She had reached out to a lot of the other siblings and other family members and stuff like that and um so basically hold on one second. all right cool so she had reached out to me see like what like what the story was why why i no longer spoke with him and why there was so much bad blood between us and everything so basically i told her the whole story about everything that i went through um with him and stuff like that and then she kind of went out and told me that like that he's lied about a bunch of stuff to her family um, he actually put her mom in a bunch of debt because he, he lied and said he owned 15 restaurants in Florida, mm-hmm. which he never did. And
1: when you were listening to this, you were like, yup, yep, yeah. yep, yep,
0: yep. Yeah, exactly. And uh, she had told me that how back in the Philippines, he had like laid her laid his hands on him and like choked her and hit her and stuff like that and kind of abused her. Um, definitely excessively um especially for what you should do to at that time probably what a 12 year old girl yeah it's fucked up you know what i mean you shouldn't be choking you shouldn't be punching a 12 year old I, I
1: always think about that bro like um it's kind of a little bit of like your sister went through it but it's kind of a blessing that like you were the older brother she and she yeah. she was on, only dealt my, with him at a certain capacity my, my oldest
0: sister though she got a bad bro bad
1: yeah my Oldest sister got a bad yeah I always think about that with me. Like, I'm so happy I was a boy. Yeah, like, exactly. That's shit. Or yeah, yeah. But so
0: she was 12, you know, I think she was like 12 years old at the time when that happened or so. That's fucked up. So, um, but supposedly, I guess he wasn't uh, uh, that abusive later on, I guess maybe because if he, he actually passed away from a heart, uh, like heart issues. So um, I'm assuming that maybe he just got weaker or whatever. But so that had happened. So she was telling me all these things about how he had lied and everything like that. So what the whole point i was getting at with that is that i feel like through me having that conversation with her a few days before his passing it made closure for me a lot easier because of the fact that whenever he whenever the like whenever i did hear the news and i was able to sit back and think i was like okay so i know and i'm not going to have to ever worry about like the thought process of like okay what if he did change before he had passed um if if he had changed then, like may- maybe I had missed those the the changed man that he had become. Yeah, like maybe I missed those moments in his life. That's you know, the
1: fucked up part of closure. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: And so, like now, I feel like I don't have to worry about that because of the fact that me speaking with her basically confirmed that at the like whenever he passed, he was still the same person that I dealt with when I was a child. He was still the same person creating traumas <laughs> for people. He was still the same person lying. Still the same person doing all these different things that he was doing whenever I was a kid. So, for me, I feel like that definitely made it a lot easier for me during the during that process because of the fact that um
1: you cut him off,
0: yeah, I cut him off, and like to me, like i realized, like to me, I feel like I made a great decision because throughout his whole life, he never changed, he never became a better person, and for that, it's like did I ever miss out on anything, you know what I mean, yeah. So, like, for me, I feel like that is what brought my closure to me. And it's but.
1: still sad, right? Like, it's sad that this motherfucker didn't learn. Like I, yeah, like, it is. Like, I've been at a point where I feel like I thought I could cut my pops off, right? Yeah. Um, You know, thank God I didn't. Way, way different situation, for sure. Oh, absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? But even, even with that said, just cutting somebody off and then hearing about their passing can fuck with you.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's something that I've always... I've always thought about because I've had a lot of people ask me before. Every time I tell them, like, I don't speak to my biological dad. They've always been. You're probably late, but my, my, my biological dad passed away.
2: I assume. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, to, I'm trying to put this together <laughs> right now. I'm just sitting here just listening. He started to, doing the science. He was yeah, like, oh, exactly. oh shit. Oh, but uh, every,
0: every time I talk to people and tell them, like, hey, I spoke to my biological dad in over 10 years or whatever, Um, they're always like, oh, do you ever think that you're going to, like, regret that in the future? And stuff like that, and who knows? May, maybe you when could I'm, have. Yeah, and I maybe possibly if I didn't have that conversation yeah. with that girl, may, maybe that might have happened. Um, but honestly, I think at this rate, I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll have to worry about that. But who knows? Maybe seventy five. Helps with
1: closure. It yeah, helps, absolutely. Yeah, closure is like a weird thing when it comes to grief and people passing and shit like that. Yeah, uh, but it, whatever helps helps. Because yeah. it's not like a fucking perfect science Like it's yeah. a weird thing Like you don't yeah. know how you're going to feel Whether it's good or bad when somebody passes And then all the after effects and shit Yeah um, And but- and I
0: kind of felt like me adding on to this Is that I kind of felt bad for that girl too Because we had the conversation about everything And she was like Oh so like So basically it was like confirming everything that I was telling her About what happened with me and like it's still going on So she was really upset that you know He lied to her family and stuff like that and um that's you know like they put him he's put him in a bad position and then she was living with him in an rv because she's going to school i think in utah if i'm not mistaken
1: oh my god that sounds like the perfect formula for like <laughs> abuse yeah so uh, RV, utah. In utah? Oh, yeah know. yeah
0: but anyway so like the mom and the younger girl were living in wyoming and then my biological dad and her were living in utah in an rv and he just moved out there and then he had his he went to the hospital for his quadruple bypass surgery and then whenever he came back he was like oh i'm taking the rv and going like you have to figure shit out on your own he just left her homeless and then really? he he went back to wyoming and like passed away a couple of days later so like she was saying that like she was like at his passing she was like she wasn't really on good terms because she was upset with him just like basically leaving her homeless in utah yeah. like she's going to college out there left her homeless luckily she found like a friend that was willing to like hey you can stay with me but basically, he left her homeless out there. So when I was writing her, she was like, oh, you know, like I'm really like she's like talking about how she's devastated that her last her last conversation with him, really, she was like upset with him about the fact that he was taking an RV and basically leaving her homeless and going back to Wyoming,
1: which comes to the interesting point. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you have to fucking. Uh, does everybody deserve flowers when they die?
0: No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, right? And that's yeah. one of the things we wanted to get to is that like, sometimes we talk about how like, you know, every time you see somebody pass away, you see like, rest in heaven. I know you're in heaven. I know you're doing good, blah blah. But not everybody makes it to heaven, bro. Not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. No facts, no, bro. That's yeah. true. That's true. If, I mean, if, if you're if you're out here gang banging and you're selling drugs and you're killing people and, and like consistently, if you're like a fucking mafia hitman or some shit like that, and then you you get hit. You know what I mean? And then like yeah. you die. It's like, do you really think that gangbanger that was fucking out here selling drugs and fentanyl and overdosing people oh. and killing people with Devil I think that they went to heaven? But all their family members are saying, Rest in heaven, rest in peace. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? And, and I I'm probably I might get hate for this. And
1: no, and it's a blurry line, right? Like it is. I I feel like what you're talking about is not everyone of like I feel like everyone in that category gets love and flowers when they die. Yes. Some deserve it. Some were in a lifestyle. X Y Z.
0: Some are influencers, some didn't deserve it. Some were just fucking pieces of shit. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's kinda like why why do we why do we care so much about leaving a good legacy if leaving a bad legacy, you still get flowers. Exactly, and shit yeah. Like but that.
2: I mean, the flowers and, and and the praise, I feel like is more so not even the praise, the flowers and the kind of like rest in peace, go to heaven type of thing is. I feel like it's routine based. It's not something you carry in your heart and your soul. Like it's I temporary. really want. like you don't really truly feel that way. You're just saying it because it's something you say at a death, at a funeral. Yeah. But like for those that you actually love or care for, you actually mean that. You mean the words, and you actually like it resonates within you, like type of type of thing. Yeah,
0: or or may, maybe if you tend to hold a more positive legacy, maybe your legacy will live on longer amongst the people. That's true. Yeah, because it's very
1: temporary when it's fake. Not fake, yeah. but like
0: it dies out quick. You can forget negative. quick. When there's when there's more negative legacy. Yeah, because
1: you know what? Dude, we're talking about grieving and part of that is not about his legacy. It's about their grieving. Yeah, exactly. How yeah. what can I do just to, to, to alleviate the pain. Alleviate the pain and yeah. it's and it's and, and that's host this, g- and, and this is my last word to him in heaven yep. or okay. whatever the case is, right? This is my hope. This is my thought yeah. process of this.
0: And that's what I was gonna get at I feel like a lot of people just do it. Out of comfort and closure of themselves, yeah. Versus facing the reality of it all yeah. and being like, you know what, this person probably didn't make it to heaven. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to face that. Yeah, you you lose a you lose a loved one. You know what I mean, and then even if there were, even if the worst person that you know in, in the world, you lose them. Right, the average person is going to want to face the closure and face the reality of. They're going to want to face it in the sense of like. Oh, he went to heaven, you know. He yeah. he, he he had he, he had his <laughs> moments on earth, but you know what? He's going he's going to live it out in heaven. And even though that might not be they the can. reality of it all, people that I feel like a lot of people say that and they do these things for their own closure. Yo, 100%.
1: Sure. And then the added fact there's two ways to go about it. Yeah. And there's there's like how you processed it with your situation and then it's almost a blessing that she that you know that she reached out to you and kind of Yeah. Provided closure before it even happened. But uh the other side is even people that are pieces of shit get flowers because I think um part of the grieving process is that forgiveness, right? Yeah, like that is true. That is uh, true. Forgiveness true. Yeah. is a big piece, and it's like if I could just forgive this
0: motherfucker
1: and that give him true. His flowers or whatever, then I could leave it in the past. And,
0: that's one thousand percent true.
1: And uh I don't think one's better than the other. No, you know what I mean. I, like, I forgiveness is a big thing, and, but
0: you know, it, you, you can still it's forgive not for everybody. <laughs> you can still forgive somebody and say "fuck you." yeah, oh, yeah not, for sure. Not you everybody I mean?
2: deserves forgiveness. I just feel like a lot of those that you know created those bad legacies, those bad yeah. kind of omens, like they become forgotten very fucking quick. I mean, once you get over that little initial forgiveness stage, you yeah. forget them and they become the back burner. You don't even rem- nothing reminds you of them. But those yeah. who have good legacies, yeah. they actually remain every year or so popping up here and there again in your mind. Yeah, like
0: I was talking about Eric right before everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was years ago, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah, that John, Eric, my cousin, people like that that die young, they don't ever get forgotten. You no. know, that that that's it's a rap. Um but uh I was gonna say, um uh The weird part about it, too, is I think those that choose to forgive to help with their grieving, it's kind of like that person dying was the only way they could forgive them. Yeah. Where it's like, you know what? This person ain't going to affect me ever again. Yeah, that's true. This, you know, this ain't going to happen no more. Uh, Yeah, this was shitty, but you know what? This person passed and I could highlight the. Whatever positives there were, and that's the only way I could kind of forgive him. Do you feel that way a little bit? Where you got a little bit of forgiveness? Like it's a little bit of I was right. It's a little bit of you know what. I don't have to feel bad about the best past, past ten years, which is good.
0: Well, but, but the, you know, yeah, I I think um,
1: or I, twenty years. I mean,
0: so for me, like I I have forgiven no, him. Years, I have yeah. forgiven him for the things that he did when I was when I was younger. Um, and honestly, man, I I prayed so much that that he was a changed man i prayed a lot just for the sake of everybody that was currently in his life and my sip like most a lot of my siblings they 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 stay connected in a sense like you know like they'll reach they'll have a conversation here and there but they're not like close or anything like that so i always i always uh prayed that you know he was uh he was changed and he was a better person just for the fact, just for the sake of everybody that was involved in his life. Yeah. And honestly, I, I always hope. It
1: sounds like that. It was more about his newer, most recent family situation. It's yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like, I was, I was always hope that he rehabilitated and he treated them better than everybody else. Just because of the fact that, like, nobody deserves to go through that. Mm-hmm. Um. And, but I think, honestly, like, I had, I had forgiven him. But me finding out that he was still the same person, I was disappointed.
1: Yeah. To be honest. Like, it's it's sad still. It man. is, it's
0: really sad because um because you know, like I've forgiven him for what he did to us and like in my in the back of my mind I was like he's treating these people better. He's doing he's doing what he's supposed to be doing.
1: He has to, right? Yeah, yeah. he
0: has to. Like there's no way he's doing the same shit still. You know, this he's been living for fucking sixty years. Like he has to figure shit out yeah. right now. No, when I found it out, I was just like a part of me was I wanna say a part of me was shocked, but a part of me wasn't. Yeah. A lot of me was disappointed It was just like Damn dude Like you couldn't get your shit together This late in life Like how old are you You Couldn't you couldn't live A moment in your life Being the real you You couldn't live a moment in your life Being a somewhat of a decent person You know what I mean Like your whole life You literally Your whole life You lived In the trenches bro Yeah You know what I mean Like you couldn't You couldn't just pull yourself out At any moment And honestly Like I was disappointed To hear that To hear that He was still going on The same path and everything like that. It was it was definitely a disappointment. It was just like, damn, bro, like like you really couldn't get it together, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like I said, it also kind of brought me closure in the fact that like I don't have to think like, okay, you know what? Then I I missed out on his life or anything, like that, which I don't think I ever would have felt that. But who knows if maybe in ten years, because that's that's initially what I was thinking whenever I first heard everything about his passing. My initial thought process, like initially was I was just shocked. And I thought about everything And I was like Oh I hope his family's okay But like as I was thinking About like me I was like I was more so thinking like Because I know it wasn't Bothering me in this moment But I'm like Is this going to bother me In the future Is this something That's going to affect me In the future And they're asking me like Do you want to go to his viewing And shit like that And I'm like I don't really To be honest Yeah. But I'm like Thinking in my head I'm like is there something that I'm going to regret in the future, not going or not? And like, I'm trying to process like the different scenarios in my head and see That's like a different thing. bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to process the scenarios in my head. And like, if I'm 70 years old on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, damn, I never went. And it's like something that I have like for like a, a thought later on in life. But I think me definitely have like speaking with them, definitely solidified that. You don't have to, you yeah. can,
1: you can still grieve and process the death differently and however you do moving forward. But the good thing about it, at the very least is you don't have to regret the past
0: 10 years. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, and I, and imagine I, you here, like he changed and he yeah. was so good and, and he's great. And, and I think a part of me, I think honestly, I think I would have been better if I would have heard that a little bit. Huh? I, th- I think it would, I think it would have been better for me to hear that because I would have been like, that's fucking amazing. Like, damn dude, you fucking did it. That's what, that would have been great. But I think that would have definitely, maybe I don't think it would have happened, but who fucking really knows what happens in the future. You know, yeah. But who knows, maybe in, maybe when I'm like 50 years old or something like that, maybe I would have yeah. thought like, oh, you know what? Maybe it would have been nice to get to know him um, before his time, the real him. But um, I don't think. But that's why it's not a good idea,
1: right? To <laughs> no, no, to, to cut somebody off or whatever. Yeah, there, there's Close, definitely pros and cons. Because like it, you know. You don't know how you would have felt if he was good, right? Yeah, it would have felt better, but then you would have... It made it weighed more on you because you'd have been like, fuck. I cut this guy off for the past 10 years. You know, I could have really got to know him, X, Y, Z, and he was better. But it helps you not... That's why it's not a good idea because it could have weighed on you way differently.
0: But honestly, man, I think that if I would have kept that relationship with him, I think it would have been way more painful
1: Oh, In the long run and, and that confirmed it
0: Yeah exactly Yeah, And, and that was what solidified it like put the yeah. stamp on it Was like okay I made the right decision Yeah Thank god I made that decision But and like I said You know Who knows
1: Yeah it's weird man It's,
0: it's one of those things That you really don't know And But yeah I th- thought that would be like A good little topic to get no, on. No it's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's true man It's weird And it's like don't You can't judge people For how they act with death and shit Like cause that's grieving Everybody processes shit differently You know what I mean And that's like, something yeah. that
0: like I'm like because for me, I'm, I'm uh, I see like a lot of my family members like talking how they're talking, and they're like, and they're like, they're like sharing memories of him like that that they know are false memories, like fake, from what he was saying, so like that, and like they're like, oh, you know, he was this great person and did this and this and that. It's, like, you guys have confirmed that his stories on this is false, is fake, and yeah. you guys are the same one sharing it, talking about how how proud and everything like that you are. And it's just like it's 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 interesting to me to me. And I just wonder sometimes if if I'm what I'm really getting at is I wonder if death can cause oblivious, like make you oblivious.
1: It's just like when somebody when somebody's uh dies, it's kinda like you're you're not a uh, you're not a being anymore you're more of an idea and whatever yeah. thought you had, it doesn't matter if it's true or not anymore, because that person's not real mm. anymore. Yeah Right That's true Same thing with like these rappers that die And then their album goes crazy and stuff Like Yeah Whatever yeah. you kind of thought was weird about that person Right Like let's just say Young Thug passes away And then Like today you're kind of like I don't know He wears dresses and shit And like he's kind of weird <laughs> Or like Bad Bunny kisses dudes on stage and shit Like I'm not gonna like ride for him that hard But then when he dies You kind of just kind of Like that doesn't matter as much I guess Like you're just kind of like Who cares what he was like uh, Yeah you know, like, those little things kind of go away a little bit, and then it's just the idea and the thought and whatever memories you had, it just kind of s- attaches that way. And then grieving affects how you attach those memories yeah. to that idea or that person. Um, Yeah, man, it's not a perfect science.
0: It's weird. It yeah. is, and, it, and that's one of the things, man, like, so, like, I had to catch myself because I was wearing, I was ready to... Right, right on their st- st- we, we statuses. Talked out, yeah. We talked it out though. <laughs> we talked it out. Yeah, I was ready. To, I was ready to write on their statuses and be like, "Man, what the fuck are you talking about? You know this is all bullshit." Yep. Why the fuck are are you over here playing into it? now? I'm like, you know what? It's
2: not your battle.
0: I, yeah, it's, it's, I, 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 there's no point in me doing that because <laughs> they know. They know. Yeah, they but know. They know that s- they know the real. And then they're yeah. just probably just trying to like, trying to find their peace or trying to make make light of the situation. You know Yeah. What I mean?
1: But that's why it's a fine line too, because I don't. Just like if somebody doesn't deserve the flowers when they pass away, somebody else, they don't, and nobody gets, deserves to be hated on when they pass away. Like, it doesn't yeah. help. You know what I mean? Like, who are you telling? You're just telling people that that are going through their process or whatever exactly. the case is. And that understanding might help that. You know what I mean? But, definitely. Because it's like when it's a person line, about their achievements and shit like that you want to tell them like that's bullshit you're, yeah, you know yeah. this is you're lying to all these people look what you're doing but not when you kind of know they're not doing it anymore they can't do it anymore they're they pass away then it's kind of like you know what go ahead and deal with that idea that yeah. like you know thought process the way you can the way you need to because at the end of the day now it doesn't matter yeah you know and it's kind of like i agree with nothing and then i agree with flowers the part where it's like Hanging somebody after they pass away—it's like, what does that do? You yeah, know? Yeah, no, I mean? absolutely. It's like that person's Eating not going to feel it, and, and and
0: I agree with that. There's no point of hating on it. But my thing is, is why celebrate it?
1: Yeah, th- yeah. Th- that,
0: That's how I see it. that. That's how my, my my mindset is: is that you don't got to hate on a person, but
1: don't reinforce the lies. Yeah, yeah exactly, the exactly. But, that yeah, they had.
0: don't don't reinforce and celebrate it. But you know what? Maybe. That's May- their way of dealing with it. Maybe. Exactly. That's the, maybe their way of dealing with I'm it. So emotions. Exactly. That's why I decided to delete my comments. I didn't. I didn't. But post you know, them.
2: they're truly happy. <laughs> they're going to be talking about them a year from now. Wait one year yeah. from now and let's see if they're talking about them. Anymore. Oh, exactly.
0: But you know what?
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's. Uh, we're doing a quick one now because we got a guest coming. Got you. So that's why we're like, let's do it now. So we don't have to be like be here late for the double up. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that's 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 grieving. That's the episode. Uh, we haven't done a re- weekly success and failure. You guys got one different or new that you want to get off? I feel like that's the new vibe for this segment. We don't have to go every week. You know what I mean? Otherwise, we're gonna talking about we don't work out and shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But I've, like, been, I've been I've been working out strong. You guys got something that you want to get off? I I did have stuff, but I I, didn't even write it I down. just got a success. Um, and don't and believe me, some weeks I'll have just a failure, but. Uh, I've been fucking busy, busy, busy. I got a, a, a promotion at work or whatever, and my, I
0: my dog's uh, a senior accountant. Yeah, bro. yeah, twenty six years old. Whew.
1: And it came with responsibilities, <laughs> and there's this big res- you know transition phase for what I was doing and stuff. And it's weird because I went from knowing a lot about what I do to like going into an area where that does not matter. No, you yeah. know. But I'm equally as effective and needed in a tool yeah but like that whole side that you have like it matters but it matters like little moments yeah so you don't like make bad judgments or think stupidly about things because you're like no because this 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 process you know or whatever but it was weird i'm not gonna lie like i'm learning i have to learn new things and stuff uh in another area uh just dumb stuff you know but it is just new things but the success for me was like uh get like thinking i've been really the quote that's been in my mind the past couple of weeks is just like one thing at a time and i think there's a lot of people that go through shit whether it's personal or work or you know you get that overwhelming feeling and i think those that crumble are those that can't say in their mind like yo one thing at a time like just breathe yeah it's those that go, I gotta do that. this, and Like they can't, like you, you can't even do one thing effectively Because you, you know you got all these other things going on And, and this and this and that um, So, you know Success for me, because I've been effectively Thinking that way and doing it Um, but just advice for those that, you know, in those moments that you feel like you're doing too much or, or you're pushing, cause you know what, uh, I'm only two weeks in and I'm getting used to that pressure. I'm getting used to that workload. So it it just takes time and you get used to it. It's just like working out when you put more weights on the bench or whatever. And it's like, Ooh, that's different. And the next thing you know, you're repping it. It's, it's the same thing. But the only way you can really get there is one thing at a time. Just like it's one gym day at a time. Just like it's whatever the case is at a time and you'll get there. Uh, but I know some people that can't do that. It's just you—you're it, it, limited in everything because of this overwhelming moment. And to take a breath and just go one thing at a time. Boom, good, done. You know, and then it kind of starts to translate, and you start to figure out like I could do this, I could handle this. Like I don't, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I could be better. I could. This doesn't have to affect the house, you know. Like I could still. I could do this.
0: You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. Uh, Absolutely. That
1: was, that was a success That's for me. dope.
0: I, I want to drop a goal for myself. Let's go. Just because of the fact that, um, like, whenever I'm exercising, like that, I'm working out, and I'm doing good, just like that. I do amazing, but as soon as I do something out of my normal routine, it really fucks me up. It's like, and, it, all progress done. Yeah, and vacations are a big proponent to that, Yeah, because before... Pre- before vacations, I'm like got to make my money. Got to make my money. Got to make my money. And then after vacations, I'm like got to make my money. Got to make my money. Got to make my money. Um, but leading up to my vacation, I've been doing good consistently doing that. But I'm, uh, my goal is, is that when I come back from my vacation from Vegas, I want to consistently do that. And my goal is while I'm in Vegas to consistently keep doing that. Yeah. I plan on I'm plan on going to the gym while I'm in Vegas too, but I'm hoping whenever I come back. I wanna. I don't wanna say hoping. I'm gonna. Do it. Yeah. I'm gonna focus on on trying to keep keep that consistency because, I've I've vacations have killed myself, man. Um, and like va- like diet wise and just like fitness wise and everything like that. And I think yeah. it's mainly just because of the fact that like I don't get PTO, right? In the normal way that everybody else does. Yeah, yeah. So my t- my PTO is paid out of my account in arrears to me. You know yeah. what I mean. So for me, it's like when I come back, I'm like, I got to replenish, I got to replenish, got to replenish. Mm. And um, I've been trying to replenish before going, but still, I know how my mind works. I know when I come back, i am be like, ah, I didn't get no money last week. I got to gotta hustle. <laughs> yeah, so bro. It's, it's, it's going to fuck on my mind. So I'm going to try to like definitely kind of control myself and try to like, okay, you know what? You want to work? You still got to go put that work in the gym before you go do your work. So I'm going to try to
1: Consistency is key. You don't have yeah. to go hard. I think... Being consistent is better than going hard yeah. Yeah. And, and
0: that's something I've been doing I've been trying to like uh, With my meal plan that I've been doing I've been trying to like Focus more on adherence than anything mm-hmm. And the meal plan that I'm on Has been been amazing Just because of the fact that It's so different than anything I've ever done You're not cutting carbs To the point where you're like Starving yourself The whole idea is just Slow gradual weight loss Yeah Over a long time That's what yeah. that, That's the whole idea behind it so I'm able to eat carbs. I'm able to eat. I've, I can pretty much eat anything that I want. I just got to balance it. Yep. So like if I if I eat something fatty or carby, then I just have to eat a little bit cleaner for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it's with exercise and health, bro. And we're going to get to it on the
1: next episode or whatever. Yes, sir. But uh, consistency is key. And slow growth is better than going hard and stuff like that. And that goes to everything, bro. Like. Uh, it's different man Yeah it goes Like this podcast I like doing slow growth More so than going viral And then yeah. trying to Trying to weed through that You know what I mean yeah. uh, Work I talked about a moment Where like When you feel overwhelmed Just breathing and going One at a time yeah. Part of that is Because my transition at work Was not slow growth It was no. a big and immediate yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. what you want Right Like we talk shit Like yo <laughs> Yo fuck that dude I got this You know what I mean This and that And yes But at the same time It's like it's not slow growth. It's yeah. here you go, you yeah. know. And 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 the way to you know, there's breathe one thing at a time. But on the other side, don't get mad at the slow process or the or the slow yeah. build because that's yeah. that's the way of doing it right. Yeah. Exercise is the exactly. greatest example.
0: Yeah, and that's something I've been struggling with a little bit. I mean, I, I guess I can consider that a failure in a sense. But like that's something I've been struggling with. But I feel like I've also been doing a really good job keeping my my head afloat with it. Is that normally whenever i'm trying to i'm trying not to i'm trying not to call what i do and diet right now i'm just calling it a meal plan because i'm just planning my meals yeah because i don't like i honestly it doesn't feel like i'm dieting i'm eating so much food it's amazing but um usually whenever i diet i usually oh, whenever hey, I diet, you
1: weigh your food yeah you oh yeah
0: which i still i still do for the most part weigh most of my food and, and track my stuff um but on a different whole different level but for like what i usually do with um with everything is so like I'm cutting carbs so hard But I'm usually able to lose A pound every two days Yeah I can shred weight Like a fucking beast Right yeah. But the thing is Is that It's kind of a fuck with me On this one Because instead of Shredding a pound Every two days I'm shredding a pound A pound and a half Every week right now Yeah So it's like that slow growth yep. And like It's, it's mentally but, It's fucking with me Because some <laughs> days I wake up I'm not used to like Me dieting and working out Like I am um, I'm not used to Me waking up Half pound heavier than I was the day before Yep, And I had to keep telling myself I'm like bro relax Because you woke up today A half pound heavier But you're going to wake up tomorrow A pound and a half lighter It's yeah. just a process It's Trust a process it. it's Mateo's like, it's a something.
1: good example He lost a lot of weight recently But like uh, Remember back when he was skinny skinny Or yeah. like almost too skinny He was like He, he was kind of saying And it's interesting He was like It took me way longer to lose this weight But I feel so much better And, yeah. I, and it's like he's skinny But he's like fit yeah. And it's like a different type of Healthy, you yeah. know, and it's like that's the way to fucking do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. the meal, the The meal plan that I'm doing right now is considered like a recomposition style, mm-hmm. and the whole idea behind it is that you're losing fat slowly, but you're building muscle at the same pace. You're building your you're losing fat, so you're actually eating. Basically, what it is it's like it's like a it's like a slight calorie deficient clean bulk.
1: Yep, that's that's it. Right that, that, that's actually
0: what it is. It's what it is. So that's what I've been doing it. It's it's great because I'm eating, man. I'm getting the able to eat like. I just had to cut my carbs for like my uh for my thing, but I'm at 189 grams of carbs a day. 200 Damn. I'm I'm eating between like 240 to 270 protein. Nice. My fats are 56 grams. So nice. That's 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 tough. But but that's that's basically where my macros are at right now and uh it's it's been slow growth and like the great thing is I'm I've been noticing great great muscle growth. Like I'm getting stronger. The energy I have in the gym, gym is fucking insane like I, I need to figure out how to push myself harder. Yeah, bro. Because I feel like my workouts are not hard enough right now. Yeah, bro. It's you crazy because my bro, energy yeah. levels. That's the cars, bro. Yeah, but like all your don't I, every time I work out in the gym, bro, I'm, I'm living off of like forty net carbs. Like I'm Yo. I'm cutting carbs. Like I don't have no energy now. I'm in the gym. I'm like. <sighs> <Yo. laughs> like a
1: fucking yep. But uh, that's another week. That's it, man. Yep. Good. Yeah. Good. Good topic. Good episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, again, whatever platform you're on Like, share, comment, subscribe Let somebody know about the podcast We we love the following we got right now We love the slow growth We love what we're doing uh, Thank you guys uh, That's it, man Paco, watch out Paco, watch out